News Talk On Demand. Interruption-free audio where you want it, when you want it. Well, it's a nice thought that everyone's a winner. Good morning. It's Brent Clark with you on this Thursday, the 13th day of January. But when it comes to the big jackpot last night on the Lotto 649, only one person was a winner. Winning ticket uh, down in Ontario, over $30 million. That's not a bad way to start today for one lucky ticket holder, Western Canada Lottery. They've got all the uh, lottery information at their website, WCLC. Dot com. It's uh, just about 14 minutes after 6 o'clock. Pretty good morning on the go out there, although it's going to change as we have got a fog advisory up right now for the Saskatoon area. My drive into the city this morning, I didn't experience any fog, but Environment Canada says the fog is going to develop in uh, central and west central Saskatchewan, which would be basically Saskatoon area and areas uh, west of us. And they're saying potentially zero visibility uh, through the course of the morning at times. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to be hitting the highway, you may run into some, uh, some thick fog here in the coming hours. And then we're going to get some snow this afternoon uh, and on into the evening as well. Now, areas east of us and south of us, Getting even more snowfall. They've got snowfall warnings up for areas east towards Yorkton, areas south down around uh, Regina, Lumsden as well. So, an interesting day ahead of us. On the weather front, uh, mild temperatures going to stay with us, and we'll be talking about that certainly through the course of the morning here. On the way, um, Jason Abig with the Greater Saskatoon Chamber of Commerce is going to pay us a visit here in about an hour's time. A uh, couple of different things we'll talk to Jason about. First off, they have been uh, one of the offices here in Saskatoon where people have been able to get their uh, rapid test kits. We'll see what the supply is like if uh, people are wanting to uh, get some of those rapid tests or restock. Uh, also, I'm sure uh, Jason will have some sense from the business community as to uh, how things are going uh, as the uh, pandemic continues to drag on and certainly impact a lot of businesses, uh, whether it be the restaurant industry, the bar industry, even the automotive industry with the uh, ongoing shortage of new vehicles. Uh, we'll get some thoughts on that with Jason after 7 o'clock here this morning. Also interesting to see for businesses, for those uh, that made use of the Canada Emergency Business Account, if you're a business owner, you were able to get a um, interest-free loan uh, when the pandemic got started here, up to $60,000. And the deal was, if you uh, repaid two-thirds of that by the end of next year, or pardon me, the end of this year, 2022, uh, you would have 20000 of it or a third of it forgiven, which was a nice touch on the part of the federal government. So basically it worked out, if you maxed out at $60,000 and you repaid 40000 by the end of this year, that's all you had to do. So you were forgiven that 20000 Well, the news yesterday for businesses that availed themselves of that, you get an extra year now to repay it. So uh, if you were budgeting uh, in your business to repay that money by the end of this year, You've got uh, another year's grace. I'm sure a lot of businesses will appreciate that. More business talk with Jason Abig coming up after 7 o'clock here this morning. After 8 o'clock, we've got a, a professor of finance from Edwards School of Business at the U of S going to join us. A lot of talk these days about the cost of living, inflation, some big numbers out of the U.S. yesterday with inflation running, well, for the past three months in the U.S., cost of living has been over 6%. Yesterday, they came in at 7%. And, of course, we're seeing those same kind of numbers here in our part of the world. 
And now there's a lot of talk about interest rates going up. What's the connection? How's that going to impact you and me, the average consumer? Uh, George Tanus, uh, professor of finance at Edwards School of Business, will connect the dots between inflation and interest rates as he joins me here coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. It's 17 after 6. Just looking at the uh, Highways Department Highways hotline map, no issues on any of the uh, highways across the great province of Saskatchewan this morning. But just know we have a fog advisory in place for Saskatoon and areas uh, west of us. They're saying central and west central Saskatchewan uh, will likely see zero visibility at times in fog this morning. Uh, If you've got uh, any information that you can share with us about uh, driving conditions out there, you can reach me on our text line at 1-877-332-TALK, 1-877-332-8255. What else we got going on here? What do you think of the uh, briefing yesterday from the Premier and Dr. Shahab? Basically, nothing changing as far as any kind of restrictions. Uh, What you see right now about proof of vaccination and masking mandates, those are staying until uh, late February, Um, but there's no plan to, at this time, do anything as far as uh, capacity limits. NDP leader Ryan Miley having some pretty tough talk yesterday, accusing the Premier of foolishness and cowardice. Um, We'll uh, share some of the uh, information from what the Premier had to say and what Dr. Shahab had to say. If you missed out on it, we'll uh, roll that here coming up between 6.30 and 7 this morning as we come up on 25 minutes after 6 o'clock. You know, earlier this week, we were talking about how uh, come Saturday here, there was going to be this uh, new rule in place for uh, long-haul truck drivers driving from Canada to the United States and then coming back into Canada. They had to be fully vaccinated. And the uh, trucking groups were saying, well, you know what's going to happen? They were saying that about 15% of truck drivers um, are not vaccinated. And they say a lot of them would consider simply walking away from their jobs. They were talking as many as 12,000 drivers across Canada would be affected when this comes into play here on Saturday. Well, guess what? Last night, the federal government blinked uh, and they have backed down On the Canadian side of this, and this just, to me, seems, (laughs) why do it this way? You know, fine that you've decided the Canadian truckers who are on long-haul trips down to the States, and when they come back now, they do not have to show proof of vaccination. But the proof of vaccination will stay in place this weekend for any U.S. drivers coming into Canada. Any rhyme or reason to that? You know, why not do it for all of them? It's important. We know with our supply chain issues, we got to keep the trucks moving. So if you've decided, well, it's okay uh, for those uh, Canadian drivers uh, that have chosen not to be vaccinated, and they're the ones that have been, you know, running all this stuff across the border all through the course of the pandemic now. So they back down on the Canadian side of it. But U.S. truck drivers, if they come to the border, and if they're not vaccinated, fully vaccinated, they'll turn them around. 647, 13 minutes away from 7 o'clock. I know it's hard to figure out the logic in some of this stuff that we're dealing with these days. What do you think of what the Premier and uh, Dr. Shahab had to say yesterday? Here's some of the highlights of uh, Premier Scott Moe saying, basically, we'll maintain the status quo as far as restrictions. What we're announcing is that our current masking, as well as our proof of vaccination requirements, are going to be extended for an additional month until the end of February. Omicron, as we know, is extremely contagious. It's going to run its course here in this province, and it's going to run its course across Canada and around the world. It will peak, 
and then uh, it will start to decline. Lockdown policies uh, can cause harm in our communities, uh, often with little or, or virtually no benefit. They cause economic harm uh, by taking away jobs and, and removing uh, family livelihoods. They cause psychological harm by taking away social contact, most particularly for our youth. And they are an infringement on, on the rights and freedoms that we uh, have come to enjoy and, and, uh, and value as Canadians. And that's why um, they should only be used if absolutely necessary and only if they can clearly be shown that they are being effective and they are working. And we're not seeing that as being the case today. I would put forward that Saskatchewan people uh, most certainly uh, should trust themselves. Uh, we have been saying uh, time and time again, uh, do your own personal risk assessment, avail yourselves to the tools that are available. Um, that is ultimately what is going to keep uh, yourself and your family members, those around you that you love safe. Premier Scott Moe yesterday uh, speaking about the fact that uh, the current uh, mandates regarding masking and proof of vaccination will stay in place until the end of February. And I think most of us, when we look at what's going on, yes, we see that the uh, active case numbers are increasing dramatically. As um, yesterday, they announced nearly 1,100 total new cases. But I think what most of us look at is what's happening with the hospitals. We had no additional hospitalizations yesterday. We have 121 people that are currently hospitalized. Um, and we also look at the death count and no deaths reported yesterday as well. But uh, some pretty ominous sounding numbers coming from uh, Dr. Shahab as to how this uh, current variant is going to play out in the coming weeks here. Omicron is so infectious and, you know, I would say and maybe right now uh, um, one or two out of every hundred people have Omicron and are transmitting without knowing it. And I think that number is going to keep going up over the next two to four weeks. So it may be one out of every 50 people next week and one out of every 25 people in two weeks. So I think we do need to be careful. And as much as possible, you know, I will continue to say that, you know, try to avoid any non-essential contact, especially in the highest risk settings, home setting where you remove your mask, where ventilation is an optimum, I think that is going to be critical. Dr. Sakib Shahab at 6.50, 10 minutes away from 7 o'clock. As you head out in your driver's seat this morning, just uh, beware, there may be some thick fog in outlying areas. We did have a fog advisory in place for Saskatoon. They've lifted it here, but I've heard from uh, some listeners talking about uh, thick fog in places north of the city, Highway 12, Highway 11 North, and uh, out east uh, towards Watson area as well. So take care out on the road. And then we're going to get some snow, maybe freezing rain, Ugh, could be a little uh, sloppy on your drive home later today and then overnight more of the same uh, may make for some uh, slippery conditions tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll keep you posted. Uh, final day today of the uh, Western Canadian Crop Production Show. I had a great time out there yesterday afternoon. Uh, I was set up with the folks from Cargill. Fine bunch of people. Heard some good stories. Saw a lot of the farm folks coming and talking too. And of course, in the world nowadays, very competitive, the world of grain marketing and such. But uh, I know they made a number of deals with some farm folks yesterday out there at Cargill. And uh, my apologies to the uh, gentleman who worked his way through the crowd. I was, I was kind of set up at the back of the uh, Cargill booth. And they probably had about eight or ten of their staff all working around talking to people. And I saw this gentleman working his way through the crowd, beelining to me. I guess maybe because I was the oldest guy there, he thought I was the head guy with Cargill. But no, no, I had to disappoint him. But uh, should be a good day again uh, when you're heading out to Prairie Land as they open this morning. Nine till four today for the final day. Proof of vaccination. Face masks are mandatory. Gerald's got your news up next.